0: Hey, it's Heidi Rain. Welcome back for another Warrior Talk. This is Addiction and Codependency and Toxic Relationship Recovery. And I've dedicated my whole life to helping you. I, I really do consider myself a family empowerment warrior. And what that means to me is you are impacted by another's addiction, dysfunction, or toxicity. Many of us grew up with addicts or alcoholics and don't realize how bad it really was until we think we escaped. And then we find ourselves in relationships with other addicts and alcoholics going, what the hell? How in the heck did I end up here when I thought I escaped it? Or people who never grew up with that and it's the first time experiencing it, or people who just want to know how to navigate this addiction, figure out should they stay or should they go, or figure out uh, what to do, strategy, step-by-step in order to not only help the person that you love get better and restore your family, but restore the peace and sanity to your entire family unit, starting with you. I am so glad you're here. You taking the time to come to these videos, to come to these podca- the podcast, to get the support and education and encouragement you need is phenomenal. You're very brave. And I know it's very tempting to be like, why am I the one? that has to come to to hear the stuff, right? Why am I the one who's buying the books and listening to the podcast? When are they gonna be the one to listen to the podcast or buy the books? Because Heidi, they're the ones that need help. Well, unfortunately, the truth is the healthiest one is always gonna be the one that's gonna go first. It's always gonna be the one that's gonna lead the entire family. And that is you, my dear. You are the healthiest one. So it really is up to you to do what you need to do to restore the peace and sanity to your family. It's not the addicts or alcoholics job, because let's be real, it's not a question of, are they willing? It's a question of, are they able? And at this point in their lives and their psychological and mental capacity and their journey, they are not equipped, qualified, or can handle resolving this issue. So you need to step in. And I'm going to talk to you today specifically about stepping in. Now, if any point in time, you want to go deeper, you want to look into the courses we have, the self-study, the on-demand courses where you can start clicking and getting these help and support you need right now, then go over to HeidiBrain.com and check out the support, the programs, the courses that I have available for you. Now you may be familiar with Al-Anon, and you've heard the saying, you know, the three C's, right? They teach in Al-Anon. And if you're not, let me just tell you what they are. They they are: you didn't cause this, you can't cure this, and you can't control this. And we kind of get um, those are like the the staple beliefs that keep us uh, on the trajectory of kind of staying in our lane, right, or minding our own business. And this notion of not getting sucked into their addiction, minding your own business, pretending like it doesn't bother you. Sometimes, and I don't know if you feel this way, but sometimes I feel, and I've heard my clients say this as well, that Al-Anon is a place to go to get the strength you need to keep going back in and putting up with more crap. Right, it's like I go to the meeting, I hear the stuff, and either a, I think my life's not that bad, or I get the support that I need, so I can get enough juice to go back in. And you know, I kind of think about it this way. I remember when I first started uh, working in in addiction uh, specifically. And I got hired to be a teacher, uh, a a coach, a lecturer, uh, a group facilitator at one of the world's leading drug and alcohol treatment centers. And occasionally I would have private clients that would come on board with me after I'd be facilitating these big group lectures and group therapy and things like this. And I had a supervisor there and his name was Dr. Beely, and I would go to him all the time, right, with everything. And this one woman was in a really toxic relationship, an extremely toxic relationship. And I, I wanted to find out how I could do even better work, right? So I would sit down with Dr. Beely and we would go over the session that I had and I would get the supervision and the feedback. And I said to him, you know, Hey, Dr. B, I just feel like I need to make a bigger impact with her. And he said, here's what you need to understand. You need to understand that what you're doing with her is she's coming in and she's sharing with you and unloading with you and, unle- and, 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 you know, delving into all the pain and hurt. And what you do is you flood her with dopamine by assuring her, making her feel better. And then she just gets juiced up enough just to go back in and tolerate and handle a little more. And it really got me thinking that I don't want to give you the strategies to stay in and tolerate being miserable. That is not my goal. That has never been my intention. And I would never want to give that goal to anybody. Now, unless you were in prison, legitimately locked up, you need to learn how to make peace with the prison you're in. But I'm going to surmise that I'm going to pretend I'm going to hallucinate that you have the keys and you can come and go as you please. And with that being said, I don't want to give you strategies to suck it up. Don't you have a black belt in that already? Don't you have a black belt and suck it up, buttercup, put your big girl pants on, power through? Don't you have a black belt in eating crap, right, in your life and you, you know how to t- get down and get, get back up again and get knocked down? But I want to talk to you today about how to interrupt that pattern of tolerating once and for all. And a big way that you can interrupt that pattern of tolerating what's going on in your family system is to stop enabling the behaviors. This this conversation is so tough because it is true that one day you could do something one day and it would be helpful and the next day you're doing something and it's enabling and it's a very fine line between helping and hurting. It can be very difficult to delineate the difference. uh, Am I helping or hurting? But I'm gonna give you some broad strokes today of some things that I've seen in my practice and all my coaching and consulting experience over the last 15 years that I've been heavily just concentrated in addiction, codependency and toxic relationship recovery. And these are some, I think, key components for you to be able to kind of interrupt the pattern that you're in. Because I know that even if you're going to those meetings, or you're going to therapy, and you're getting like the outlet to be able to talk to it, you really do want change. And I'm going to I'm going to go off of that premise today that you and I are here to make change in our families, to make change in our personal lives, to make change in our lives so that we are happier, healthier, more whole, that we can end this generational dysfunction for the people behind us, okay, or even lead up to the people in front of us. So the first thing, the first way that we can stop, you can stop enabling today is to, this is going to be very hard for you. I already know that it is. And it is this, stop keeping secrets. Now, when I say that, that is really hard for a person like you, because if I know you as well as I think I do, you are loyal. You are a ride or die. You're a vault. When people are struggling with something, you're the safe place where they go to tell you what's going on and you know how to keep it to yourself and you know how to take that all in. It's not your first time doing this though. You've probably grown up this way where you've been a vault your whole life. People just naturally tell you things, right? They just come up to you and spill their whole life story. And that's a lot to carry for a person like you, but you pride your, for anybody to carry. It's a lot, right? All the secrets of the universe, but it's, it's important for you to know that you are the vault there's a sense of pride in that for you that you are people can come to you and and they can spill all the secrets and it's not going to go it's not going to be like Tamar on the real housewives of uh, orange orange county where you're like blabbing the secrets to the town right you you're the gatekeeper and that's been very useful for you in your life likely you grew up though with this idea of keeping secrets because maybe you grew up in addiction you grew up in dysfunction and you didn't want to tell tell the kids at school or your teachers how bad it really was maybe you grew up in an environment where everybody was telling you we don't talk about our family business In public settings, you don't talk about what's going on in the family with your teachers. You don't talk about what's going on in the family with your friends. You keep that private. And unfortunately, that is a toxic mentality and a dysfunctional family rule that gets passed down from generation to generation, which is we keep secrets. So how does that become toxic and unhealthy is when somebody's really hurting and they really need to be supported. And we really need to be supportive. But we feel like we're gonna break some kind of family oath if we talk to people about what's going on in our family. Now, am I telling you to sing it from the rooftops? Am I telling you to make a YouTube video or go into Facebook Live and tell the whole world, tell your, your cousin Shirley and your best friend from high school who hates you now and stalks your page? You know, No, I'm, I'm not suggesting any of that. But what I'm telling you is the covering it up keeping secrets, pretending like it's not happening, or when somebody asks you what's going on, we lie in order to keep the peace. Then that is a behavior that if you stop doing, you could affect massive, massive change in your life and in the lives of your family. So for example, if your children come to you and they want to talk about what's going on with mom or dad, mom or dad's addicted. It's toxic. They're they, you know, they're they're coming home from school every day and they don't know what to expect. One day they get nice mom or mean mom or happy dad or angry dad and they really don't know what's what. And they need an outlet to be able to talk about it but you're the person that is the vault. You grew up this way. That's your family motto, right? We keep secrets. Then you're not going to encourage your children to talk about it either. You're going to be telling your kids, hey, don't talk about what's going on at home at school, right? Don't let anybody know. And, And we need an outlet. You're doing more harm than good. So what's a safe way to start talking about this? What's a safe way to start, to stop keeping secrets, right? To start, what's the opposite of keeping secrets? It's telling the truth. When, and I know you value that. I know you're a person who values truth probably as one of the most important things to you. But you have to recognize that when you're keeping secret, that's as good as lying. That's as good as lying to yourself. That's as good as lying to your children. That's as good as lying to the world. And you're a truth teller. And so you that doesn't line up with you anymore. And that's why you feel so out of integrity keeping the secret. And that's why it eats you alive. Because you know that's out of alignment with who you really are. You're you, Who you are is a truth teller and a truth seeker. And so where do you begin to stop keeping secrets and trade the secrets for the truth? Well, the first place you do it is in your own mind. You are willing to say, I am going to take a stand to bring the truth to light. So what that means is you find a safe place to begin, whether that's me and coaching, whether that's an anonymous group, whether that's an online forum where you start to talk about these things whether that's with a private therapist where you at least speak the truth to them uh whether that's your family now is it your job to sing to the rooftops that somebody's in recovery like are there it's they're not in recovery but they're in active addiction is it your job to call up somebody's parents and go hey tommy is an addict he's an alcoholic and he's struggling um yes Yes, it is. And people will probably disagree with me and say, oh my God, no, of course not. It's their job to talk about how bad they are. It's their job to recognize they need the the treatment. It's their job to tell their parents they need help. It's their job to tell their boss. It's their job to whatever. But the truth is that addiction lives in the dark and grows in secrecy. And it will never offer up the truth. It will never run to the family, run to the boss and tell them what's going on. But if you have leverage in that area and there are loving parents or supportive boss and then we have a conversation and do an intervention around that person and say we all love you the jig is up we all know what's happening and what's going on and we're unwilling to pretend it's not happening anymore now I had a person that was in a relationship with a teacher and every morning they're calling in sick and the, the spouse is co-signing and pretending they're sick and not showing you know there comes a time when we might have to say they, they they're in a they're in a crisis. They need an intervention. They need some treatment. Now, is that terrible? Oh, my God, they're going to lose their job. Heidi, I could never in, in I could never enroll the people that are they're working with or they're working for. I could never do that. They would die of embarrassment. They would lose their job. And we start to spin all the stories, right, about why we need to keep the secret. But the truth is, is that they're going to lose a lot more than that job. If they keep going down this road, they're going to lose not only the relationship with you, their relationship with their children, their health, their psychological being, being, their emotional being, they're going to lose that. But eventually they lose their life. Eventually all roads lead to Rome. I'm going to talk in a separate video about how we can stop enabling in another way that, that talks on this point. So maybe I'll link the videos here so we can keep going in the conversation. But so far, if this is ringing a bell and you're like, oh my God, I wouldn't even know where to begin, Heidi. I don't even know how to tell the truth at all. All right, well, let's stop keeping secrets with the kids then. Let's stop covering up. I had another client that would tell the kids every morning, keep the secrets. Well, dad just went out to the garage because he's tinkering with his mechanics or he's watching the game or he's whatever, instead of having a real conversation as a family of what's going on. Because here's the reality. The kids already know. They already know what's going on. So pretending like they, they don't know, they have no idea is really... It's it's doing more harm than good to them because then they think that you're in La La Land. They think two things, dad's an alcoholic and you're blind as a bat, <laughs> you know? That's what they think. So coming to them and saying, Look. This is what addiction is, you know, age appropriate. This is what addiction is. This is what's happening in our family. This is how, this is the direction we're going to go in. Now, I know this is so much to even think about. That's why I do strategic family interventions, not with the addict or alcoholic to begin with, but with you which is you and I schedule a call or a series of calls where we get together and get a game plan and how we're going to start to bring this to light. If you're not going to keep secrets anymore, what's step one? What's step two? What's step three? How do we start to implement this into your life so that you can see the massive changes you need? Because the truth is, even though you didn't cause it, you can't control it and you can't cure it, you do have as a partner, massive influence, not just on the addict or alcoholic getting better, but massive influence on how your family heals and copes with what's happening day to day. And I want to give you those strategies to be able to heal and cope. Now, if you don't want to book an appointment and you just want to get started right away, then purchase a self-study course, get to learn, to understand addiction, how it manipulates, how it happens, how, how, how it is so that you can equip yourself and arm yourself in this battle that you're in, because believe me, you are in one, you are in one. So how do you stop enabling the very first thing today, as I just want you to stop keeping secrets. Now, if you have family and your family loves and supports you, and you're worried to tell your parents that your partner is an addict or an alcoholic, because you don't want to shame that person. You don't want to embarrass that person. You don't want to call them out. You don't want your parents to be like, how's he doing today? Is he drunk today? Is he drinking today? That's actually okay for them to ask you those questions right? Especially if you have loving, supportive parents. Now, I wouldn't tell this to, 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 you know, personality disorder parents or narcissistic parents by any stretch of imagination, that's going to do more harm than good. But if you have loving parents and a support system or a sister or somebody who really loves you and sees you, to be able to share with them what you're going through is extremely important. And so what if they know what's happening? Just because they don't know what's happening doesn't mean it's not happening. And also it means it's happening and you're without support. So keeping the secret isn't helping anybody. It's not helping anybody. All right. If I can't drive this point home, then I don't know what to do. I'm going to beat a drum. I <laughs> March to this point. It is so freaking important. Now, again, Many ways to begin, but I just want to encourage you, if you want to start this discussion and have a strategic family intervention where you want to sit down with me and you want to know the step-by-step process, you want to tell me the whole story, you want to tell me everything there is, and I'm the first place you pour this out, I'll be happy to be that container for you. I'll be happy to be that support and start to break the cloud of darkness and secrecy that keeps this thing alive. That is how we enable is that we keep secrets. The days of keeping secrets are over. Let's bring it to the light. Let's shine a light and let's walk towards the healing. I love you so much. I hope this has been helpful. If it has, please share it with somebody that you love and care about. <laughs> so go watch it for yourself again or share this with somebody you love who you know can support you as the first step to breaking the secrecy. All right. I love you. Take excellent care of yourself. Uh, Subscribe to see more videos and subscribe to the podcast and also uh, leave your comments. They help us help more people. All right. I'll see you really soon. Take excellent care. Bye-bye.